0: S C O U T S A G E N C Y dot slash waitlist to sign up for first access. I'm bursting at the seams and I know I have to keep this a secret for just a couple weeks longer. So cannot wait. Okay, let's get into the episode. Have you ever said to yourself, this is just for now? All the while you're daydreaming about a different life circumstance that you'll one day courageously capture? Hi loves, I'm Scout and every time I hear someone tell me that their job, career, relationship, life circumstance is quote unquote good for now, my mind goes insane as I frantically try to pull the true meaning out of them and figure out actionable steps to achieve what they envision in their head. This idea of setting a better standard for your life is what this podcast is all about. Let's do this. Hello, love. How are you doing? This is Scout, your host. I hope you are keeping safe, healthy, sane during this quarantine time. I know this is dragging on and it's crazy and it's different and it's a lot of change, but I am here to tell you that you are doing great and you should be proud of yourself for whatever state you're in. And Just tuning into this podcast means that you are in an area of focusing on self-development, whether that's personal, whether that's a Emotional, whether that's career-wise, entrepreneurship, business, content creation, relationships, whatever it may be, a lot of the stuff that I talk about in this podcast can be applied to so many different areas of your life. Obviously for me, I'm an entrepreneur. I run Scouts Agency. I run OK Podcast with my sister, and I run this podcast. Um, But through all of that, and oh, of course, I live with bipolar disorder, so that's where the mental health aspect comes into play here. But through all of my experiences with figuring out a way to manage my bipolar disorder and then turning that mental strength into creating a business. There's so many topics that I have found that I've talked to my friends about who are trying to start a business and don't know how to start. So this episode is on the more entrepreneurial side, but goal setting, which is what this topic is about, can be applied to anything in your life. It can be applied to figuring out how to love yourself more. It can be applied to having a healthier, your relationship. It can be applied to saving money to buy a house, right? Goal setting is not necessarily just for your career. Goal setting can be applied in so many different areas of your life, personal, emotional, mental, business-wise. So I'm really here to talk about and to hopefully promote the habit of goal setting so that whatever vision of your future you have, you can actually take a step towards that. And I should say something with goal setting that I have found personally is that even if the goal doesn't come true just by setting the goal you are taking a step from A to B from B to C from C to D and maybe you end up somewhere else that you didn't necessarily set out to but where you end up is where you're supposed to be so by setting a goal it just essentially propels your life onto kind of like an escalator that goes up right like maybe it stops at level four, maybe it stops at level five, maybe you wanted it to stop at level three and it's taking you straight to six, wherever that escalator takes you is going to be towards a place that you are meant to go to. So goal setting is really just about stepping onto the escalator. It's about figuring out the inspiration to then take action. And it's about figuring out the skeleton of taking action or the infrastructure of taking action. So I oftentimes goal set in somewhat of an, an in an informal way. Um, a lot of the times my goal setting is in my mind. I will come up with a revenue goal for the next month and I will usually text that to somebody so it is in writing, which we're going to talk about. But at this point in my life, goal setting has been so almost automatic that I set goals constantly. And in setting goals constantly, my, my life moves forward into a successful way. So Andrew Carnegie said, if you want to be happy, set a goal that commands your thoughts, liberates your energy, and inspires your hope. So I feel like if you can set goals that propels your life forward and inspires you and fulfills you what's going to happen in your future is that you're going to create your future by your own design. You are the architect. The building you are building is your life and the goal setting is the map. And maybe while you're building the blueprints, maybe you decide, "I kind of would like another room there." Or I kind of like the ceilings to be a little higher. Or what if we made a garage that was separate from the home? While you're in the midst of the blueprints, your vision changes. But the thing to acknowledge is that you're actually creating the blueprint. And that's the first step towards to, to success. So we all know that 8% of us keep our New Year's resolutions. I'm not such a fan of New Year's resolutions. I like to create goals throughout the year. But I think that statistic really says something. It's that we want to do things and we say we're going to do things, but then we don't follow through. And I also want to say that if you don't have the motivation to follow through, sometimes by forcing yourself to follow through and have your brain kind of categorize, okay, I did that step and feel what that feels, that's going to give you the self-confidence in your life to continue. So all you need is one small, minuscule accomplishment under your belt. That could mean creating your website. That could mean creating a business plan. That could mean telling two friends about your idea. That could mean meditating every single morning to figure out how you can be a better partner in your relationship. But the minute you actually create that action and fulfill that task and check it off your list, That's when the self-confidence comes and that's when the feeling of accomplishment arises, which makes you feel good inside. And then you'll be able to know, okay, well, since I did that, I can do the next step. And the self-confidence starts building and building and building to a point that you can actually goal set and complete those goals and know that you can do it. And then that's when your life really opens up. So let's talk about the three things you should do when making goals. And I looked this up. This is actually um, research from the Dominican University of California, but I found so many parallels into what I've been doing with goal setting and how the systems I put in place actually make me more successful. So the first thing to do is to write them down. I promise, when you put a pen to paper and write down what your goals are, they are so much more likely to come true because you've put it out into the world that this is something you want to work on. It's no longer just in your mind, fishing around, living there, whatever. You have placed it into the physical world. You have removed it from your mind and you've put it on an object and that solidifies it, right? That makes it so much more powerful. And when you're writing your goals down. Write down the actions that you have for them. Don't just write, I want to make $30,000. I want my company to make $30,000 next month. Write down, how are you going to do that? I'm going to send 500 cold emails a month to make that happen, right? So write your goals down, write the action steps you need to take to acquire those goals because writing them down, it does something. It just imprints it. There's this amazing quote by Mark Murphy, who's a writer for Forbes, and he says, Vividly describing your goals in written form is strongly associated with goal success, and people who vividly describe or picture their goals are anywhere from 1.2 to 1.4 times more likely to successfully accomplish their goals. So if you have a goal in your mind and you don't know the next step, write it down. Put it onto paper. Get it out of your mind and put it physically somewhere. Now, the next step, the second step, is accountability. This is going to be so important because it's so easy to let ourselves down. Like We can create so many ideas of invention and success and creativity and routine for our mind, but if we don't tell anybody, it's so easy for us to just give up on ourselves and give up on what we really wanna do. So accountability is something that I have always believed in. Every time I have a business idea or a side hustle idea or a project idea, once I decide, okay, I'm going for it and I've written down my goals for it, I then text a good friend of mine and say, this is what I'm working on. Because the minute you tell somebody else, something in your mind goes, okay, well now somebody else knows that I have made that promise. So if I fail to see that through, not I don't have to just face my judgment, which I can hide and not tell anybody. I have to face the fact that someone knows that I was creating this. And then just if somebody knows you're creating this, they check in on you. You want to tell them about it. You want to show them the progress. And it brings a little bit more excitement to the table, right? It just brings a sense of community and a sense of it being out of yourself. The same way writing down your goals physically takes what's in your mind into the physical world, accountability brings in other people into your vision. And when you bring in other people to your vision, it's not that you have to report to them but it's just a sense, it's like a gym buddy, right? Like going to the gym by yourself is sometimes harder to follow through on than having a gym buddy that meets you there at 6am that you know if you don't show up for that person, then they're alone and you failed them. So that's It's kind of, and I'm sorry, I keep using the word fail. I, If you have an interesting relationship with the word fail, we'll talk about that on this podcast. I have a very beautiful relationship with the word failure and I invite failure into my life constantly because that's how I learn and pivot. That is a different subject that we will totally cover. But when you have that accountability, you have somebody else that knows your goals, that knows what you're trying to accomplish, and you can update them and that feels really good. The third thing you have to do in making goals is check-ins, and that might be a check-in with yourself, that might be asking your accountability partner if you can call them twice a month to let them know of your progress, but check-ins are so important. This is why companies do team meetings, right? They check in with their employees, they see where they're at, they see what they need to do, and they help guide them in that process. So if you can find somebody that you can check in with, which I strongly believe should be your accountability partner that you told about your goal, I think this will also create that deadline for you, right? So if you know every Friday you have to call your best friend and tell them what you do, you're not going to want to call them and say, I didn't do anything this week, right? You're going to say, oh, I have that call on Friday. I have to get it done. I have to do this. And you're going to do something. It doesn't matter how much you do or how significant of the task is that you did. What matters is that you did something. And once you get really good at goal setting, you don't need that check in to be with someone external. It can be within yourself. I have developed enough resilience and self confidence and strength to know that when I create a goal, I can schedule weekly check-ins with myself to create an inventory of the work that I've done, the work that I want to do, where I would have preferred to do a little more, where I did a little extra, where I can give in a little bit, where I can push harder. And I can create those check-ins with myself because I trust myself. Sometimes in the beginning of goal setting, whether it's personal or business-wise, we need that external person to hold us accountable and hold us to our check-ins and our deadlines. And that is so okay. That's what I did in the beginning. That's what I Needed in the beginning. So, have that accountability. So, let's reframe this all. One, write them down with physical pen, not pencil, because you can erase that shit. Two, have accountability. Tell someone what's going on so you know that it's out there in the universe. And three, schedule check ins either with yourself or with your accountability partner to really propel these goals forward. The beauty of goal setting is that it's a lot like manifestation in the sense that when you create a goal, your brain creates a sense that that goal is already a part of your life because you feel that goal. You feel what it's like to achieve it, to hit that milestone, to hit that revenue mark, to hit that sobriety date, whatever it might be. So when you goal set, your brain actually triggers itself to think that that aspect is a part of your life already. And when you hit it, when you achieve that goal, Your brain releases dopamine to celebrate with you. So your brain actually operates in a way that supports achievements and supports you hitting your goals. Your brain is on your side and when you hit that goal, Dopamine is released and you feel good. So, exercising in the same way that exercising releases good feelings and whatever it's called, and you feel good about yourself and endorphins, hitting goals actually does the same thing. So, it's good for you. It's good for you to hit those achievements and feel those achievements and celebrate those achievements. And do not, I am telling you right now, love, if you hit a goal and you hit an achievement and you do not celebrate that shit, I'm going to come after you because that's a part of the process right with every goal you hit you celebrate because that's the reward at the end of the tunnel and that wires your brain to know okay when i do this i get this feeling and sometimes if you don't hit the goal you do feel a sense of failure but then that's also about redefining your relationship with failure failure is just something that says you went you took a wrong turn And now you know to take the other turn. And so then you can apply it to your next goal and come out even stronger. I find that failure is the biggest teacher in life and creates the most incredible lessons within yourself that you can then apply to your future. Without failure, we would never understand the meaning of success and we would never know how to grow things into success. So welcome failure even if you don't hit your goal. Don't be so hard on yourself, but also use that check-in, use that accountability. Where did I not show up for myself? Because if you set a goal and you don't show up for that goal, you're not showing up for your future. And why? Is that a self-worth thing? Is that a self-confidence thing? Internalize why you feel, why you feel that that isn't in the cards for you. Because this is an amazing quote, by Dustin Wax, who is an author and editor. He said, the fact that the brain rewards our attentiveness by releasing dopamine means that our brain is working with us to direct our achievement. So let your brain work with you. Let your highest self and your soul and your inspiration and that gut feeling work with you. Set goals that you know are going to light your life on fire and then work towards them. But step one is setting the goal, is putting it out into the universe, is putting it in your mind, telling it to somebody else, and creating the systems and the place in order to create action towards those goals. And creating action is a whole nother topic in itself that will hit. But for now, I just want you to focus on the inspiration that rises around creating goals. I want you to think about it as a way that you're painting on canvas what you want your future to look like in two months, in six months, in one year. You get to decide that. Like, that's exciting, right? You get to decide what your life is going to look like in six months. You have the opportunity to dream and dream big. Always know that sometimes a business, it takes a little bit longer than you expect it to, but don't worry about that because you're going to get somewhere that you're going to be stoked on. So If you're listening to this and you've always wanted to start a blog or a podcast or your own business or you wanted to create a self-love routine or you wanted to create a skincare routine or a savings practice. I want you to sit down with a piece of paper and I want you to write your goal. What is the ultimate goal? And then I want you to write how you're going to get there. By writing this down, by taking this first step, you are already propelling it into your future universe manifestation plan that this is going to come true. Then I want you to tell somebody about it and then I want you to schedule check-ins because the more we can create goals, the more we create the infrastructure for our business. So right now my goal is revenue goal. I want to hit a certain revenue mark in the next three months. That's my goal. In three months, I want to hit this revenue mark. And by having, if I didn't have that goal, I could float through the next three months with little to no growth. But by putting that goal into writing and putting it into action, then I actually show up every day to work towards it. So if you have somewhere in your life that you're unsatisfied with or want to up level or want to continue growth in, write it down, get your accountability partner and check in. Pablo Picasso, which I'm going to leave you with this incredible quote, said our goals can only be reached through a vehicle of a plan in which we must fervently believe and upon which we must vigorously act. There is no other route to success. So love, create that vehicle of a plan, fervently believe in it, and vigorously act on it. That is the way we reach success. And Whatever success means to you, you're going to get there. But step one, make a goal.